0: are you ready for football it's time for some two a days where each nfl team is broken down by experts to get you ready for game day everything you need to know and a few tips to impress the pickiest of football fans now your host the sports gal pal herself ramona rice well, hey there, Galpal Nation! Welcome to my two a day series where we're breaking down each NFL team to get you ready for game day. And today, it's all about St. Louis Rams. And with me, with me today from Next Fan Up Podcast is Jarrett, the St. Louis Rams super fan. Jarrett, welcome to Sports Galpal.
1: Thanks for having me. How are you doing, Ramona?
0: I am great. I kind of stumbled over my words a little bit, but oh, well, that's life. So, um, but not stumbling. I feel like you guys made some awesome acquisitions this offseason. New quarterback. Um, you think things are looking up for you?
1: Yeah. I mean, when I first heard the Nick Foles trade, I was a little sad just because I really like Sam Bradford and felt like, you know, if he didn't get injured and he had a couple better pieces around him on offense, he could have really, he's got all the physical tools. Um, But then the more I've gotten to know Nick Foles and saw that we're potentially getting a second round draft pick out of it next year, I've kind of warmed up to warmed up to the idea. But yeah, definitely, um, regardless, Nick Foles is way better than Austin Davis and Kellen Clemens and all the other quarterbacks we've been kind of throwing out there the last year and a half, so I'm excited. And actually, I don't know if you have any opinions on him being an Eagle fan, seeing him in the last three years.
0: I think he's a good quarterback. I th- feel like, though, he didn't fit what Chip Kelly wanted. I think Chip Kelly really wants someone with speed and accuracy. And I, I wonder if Chip Kelly, because it, it always feels like he's 10 steps ahead, knew he wanted DeMarco Murray. And because of that, he knew that Bradford would make DeMarco Murray very happy. And I'm wondering if that was the reason why. I'd like to think that's the reason why, because I couldn't think of any other reason really to get rid of Nick Foles. I think that he's a quality quarterback. You know, he was plagued with injury last year, but, you know, the year before, um, he, you know, got us into the playoffs. So I think you have a really great quality quarterback, um, hard worker, keeps his nose clean, Um I think he fits really well with, you know, Jeff Fisher and and what he likes to do. So I'm really curious because you have one of my most favorite defensive players ever, Chris Long, because I went to the University of Virginia and I love Mr. 91. Um, So I'm really curious to see that you guys have some balance now with a good offense that's quality with that good defense, because you're in a really, really tough division. So, And with the 49ers basically imploding um, all around us, it's kind of interesting to watch them. I really feel like you guys are are really in a good position to um, get that second place spot, or maybe even if you can get those Seahawks out of the way, the division. I don't know how you feel about that.
1: Wow. I I mean, that would be awesome if the Rams could win the division. (laughs) Seahawks have a lot of great players, although – with some recent signings, they have about eight, it feels like they have about eighty percent of their salary cap for their top ten players. So, if they have some injuries, they could be um, be taken. But yeah, the Forty I actually live in Northern California, and my wife's a Forty er fan. So I give her a reminder every day when it seems like someone's getting arrested or retiring or just something. Yeah, they've had the worst off season of all time. It seems like I mean, and also I think the Cardinals can be a good team if um, if Carson Palmer's healthy. They're definitely – they're another strong defense, you know, pretty well-coached team. So I think there's um, – I think whatever team stays healthiest and executes the best on the field is going to win. But, yeah, the Seahawks definitely have the best roster. So although the Rams always play in tough, we beat them two of the last three times in St. Louis and almost beat them the third time. I think it was a fourth-and-one – play that we lost to um, two years ago in Monday Night Football with the Seahawks. But yeah, I'm definitely the most optimistic about the Rams I have been in a while at least.
0: I would be. I feel like, again, I, I think the acquisitions you guys have, plus, you know, you not only got Nick Foles, but a second round draft pick. Um, that's, I think, tremendous because that's how you build a quality team is through the draft. So I feel like, you know, you give Jeff Fisher one more season, maybe two more, and you guys are going to be a solid, solid contender in that NFC West. No doubts, because at some point, Pete Carroll's going to run out of money or players. There's just no denying the salary <laughs> cap.
1: <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah, within a year or two, the salary cap's really going to start hurting them.
0: Yeah, plus there's already rumblings. You know, Cam Chancellor's already kind of throwing a fit, wants more money. Um, you know, that Legion of Boom is only going to stay Legiony for so long until somebody wants to get paid even more.
1: Oh, definitely. And I know a lot of them are coming off injuries from the Super Bowl, too, so... We actually play them the Seahawks week one. So I'm not sure if Earl Thomas is going to play. And, and Richard Sherman hasn't really been tackling in practice as he's recovering from his injury. So, so yeah, it could it, I mean, the Rams could beat the Seahawks week one, which I don't want to jump ahead of ourselves, but that's definitely one of the games I have circled on the schedule that can't miss.
0: All right, let's get back to personnel for a minute. So we've talked about what other what other people on offense should we watch out for?
1: Definitely Todd Gurley. Um, He was kind of a surprise pick even to myself. Um, Number 10 overall pick, which a running back hadn't been drafted in the first round the last two years. And he's definitely talented, but um, he's coming off an injury um, ACL. So um, he may be ready for week one or hopefully the first couple of weeks, but he is just, he didn't play in a very star-studded offense other than himself in college. And he averaged, I think, about three and a half or four yards per carry after contact. So even if you hit him, he's still going to fall forward. He actually reminds me a lot of Marshawn Lynch. So I think once he's healthy and we get him plugged in the offense, he's definitely the, most, the person I'm most excited for on offense.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. I agree. Um, Let's go to the other side of the ball. Again, I've mentioned my love of Chris Long. I will never stop my love of Chris Long unless he does something stupid. I don't think he's going to. Um, You know, how critical is he to that defense?
1: He's really critical. Um, He got injured week one last year and missed most of the season. And um, I think the defense took. He was. He's definitely not as hyped up as Robert Quinn, but. He, with his injury really um, depleted our depth, and we didn't get very many sacks the first couple weeks of season. Um, so having a healthy Chris Long this year, plus Aaron Donald, um, great defensive tackle coming off Rookie of the Year last year. And I believe Pro Football Focus had him rated as the highest defensive tackle even above and Sue last year. Just gets a lot of pressure, a lot, gets in the backfield a lot. And we have, I mean, our defense line's so good, we have Nick Fairley as a, he signed with the Rams to be a backup. So I think he's going to come in a lot of obvious passing down situations and with Chris Long and Robert Quinn on the edges and Fairley and Donald in the middle, it's going to be tough. And plus with how much um, Greg Williams blitzes, I think it's going to be tough on third down if we can just force those situations.
0: Yeah, I, I love watching you yeah. guys' defense. I mean, I, I just do. Again, yeah. but I'm biased because I love Chris Long.
1: And I love Chris Long too. I think he's got a career in the media. Maybe you guys can sign him at Blog Talk Radio when he retires, because he is a hilarious. Follow on social media, and he's really insightful and smart. And I mean, his dad is a is a great commentator too. So I I really, maybe you can use your what um, your Virginia connections to get him signed.
0: <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Pod Vader would be more than happy to let Chris Long onto Blog Talk Radio. I, I don't think Chris Long is gonna need any connections from me to get to Pod Vader. I'm pretty <laughs> sure all he has to go is go, yo, Pod Vader, what up? And Pod Vader's gonna go, come, Chris Long, come to the side of the force. Come. Um yeah, I I I'm gonna geek out over Chris Long just because again, he he's probably the best player Virginia has produced. Ever, I mean, number two draft choice, just phenomenal. Uh, Great kid, obviously from great family. I mean, his father is, you know, a Hall of Famer, a legend, um, you know, and his little brother's playing too. So, I mean, you know, I, I just, again, because I went there, I actually saw him as a college player and it just, I, I miss him still. I'm kind of going, are you sure Chris, you don't have any eligibility left? It's funny. Um, while he was injured <laughs> last year, he, um, actually was at a couple of games cause he has a house in Charlottesville still. And he was at a couple of games and he would treat out and all of us were like, are you sure you can't go down to the field and talk to the guys? Cause we could really use you right now. Um, you know, you, you're, yeah, I, I could see him being a, a, a Ram for life. I could just see them wanting to keep him. But speaking of Rams for life, um, um, there's been some rumors that St. Louis may not be able to keep that team, and they may be he- heading to LA. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, or if you even think that's true.
1: Yeah, um, I actually, full disclosure, I live in California and I grew up in LA. So that's how they became a Rams fan. I was really sad when they left, so I would. I'm probably in the minority, but I do want. To, I know the St. Louis Rams probably hate me for saying this, but I would be happy if they moved back to California. I love them. There's been a lot of Rams fans showing up at their practices with the Cowboys this week. And um, actually, for those interested on uh, Next Stand Up, myself, Monty, the Raider superfan, and Ken, the Charter superfan, did a whole 40-minute episode just talking about relocation with the three teams and kind of delved into it. But, um, But, yeah, I think... I think there's probably about a 50-50 chance. It's either going to be the Rams going to L.A. or the Chargers and the Raiders. They're only going to build one stadium, and I think it's purely to tell which one is going to win. But um, it's definitely definitely causing a lot of Rams fans in St. Louis to be nervous, and I think it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out. I think it's basically in the owner's hand. Whichever team the owners want in L.A. is going to happen. But both – both sites have the funding, and they can actually break ground, which is, hasn't really happened in the last 20 years. And there's three teams that can get out of their lease, which is also kind of rare, and all of them have ties to L.A. So definitely going to be probably the biggest story of next offseason, which which team or teams are moving to L.A.
0: Well, I'd rather talk about that than Tom Brady, if you don't mind my opinion.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely. Miss Feldy is like bad PR and deflate gate stuff happening in off season. At least I'd rather exactly talk about stadium issues.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just at least as something that actually impacts, you know, the future of the NFL. So, all right. Besides um, your interdivisional play, we've kind of talked about the Seahawks a lot. We've talked about, you know, the 49ers and their collapsing. Um, again, I can't believe they chose getting rid of Harbaugh was the dumbest thing. Any, any team could possibly do. And Michigan's going, thank you. Thank you so much. You know who should be really mad is Ohio State, because in a couple of years, it's going to be really hard for Urban Meyer to win. I'm going to say it on this podcast and make all of Ohio mad at me, but I really think it's going to happen. All right. Besides that point, um, what other games are you really looking forward to this season?
1: Um, we actually play Pittsburgh which week three, which at first I was really excited for because Le'Veon Bell had a three-game suspension, but it got cut down to two games, so we'll be seeing Le'Veon Bell um, his first week, and he's probably going to be well-rested and upset about it so I, it's going to be an interesting matchup to see him against the Pittsburgh offense is just phenomenal and the Rams defense is great so so I think the Steelers the Steelers game is going to be great match against their great offense versus our great defense and then we play the Packers week five so that's always a good uh, matchup with Aaron Rodgers against their defense and then I think the Ravens are going to be really good this year so um that we played on i think it's week 11 or 12 so um they might be the best team in the afc so i think those are kind of the three or four games that and the rams last year beat the both super bowl participants the the seahawks and the broncos So even though the rams have the greatest record they seem to play up to good teams so i feel like they can just about win any game on their schedule but this is their third year in a row they've been the youngest team in the NFL so just getting just getting the consistency and kind of taking the next step is what's going to determine whether they make the playoffs or not this year
0: do you i love the fact that i what i believe is the toughest division in the NFC is playing what is definitely the toughest division in the AFC i just think it's great those matchups are going to be awesome
1: oh i totally agree we've been the fans have been kind of debating back and forth whether the NFC West or AFC North are the best division, and we kind of came down to it like, well, they're going to play each other this, this season, so let's have them decide on the field and see which team's best, but yeah, I I agree. I think the bottom, even though, like you said, 49ers are kind of uh, having an off off season, and the Browns are just the poor, bad luck Browns, but... There's still a lot of great teams, and I think it's going to be those 16 matches here are going to be phenomenal.
0: If Galpa Nation wants to talk Rams with you, um, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter
1: at Rams Superfan, so that's pretty easy to remember. I'm not super active on Twitter. I think as the season's starting, I'm going to start um, doing that more. Um, but yeah, we do the, as I'm sure everybody else has been saying, we do the previews and the recaps for every game including preseason on our facebook page next fan up so you can check out our work there as well
0: yes and you can hear him on next fan up regularly and i have a feeling pod is going to be utilizing that nfc west a lot because you guys are probably going to be major players so again it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash next fan up and all the links to um Jared, and the rest of the superfans are in my show notes for my various two-day series at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpal or at sportsgalpal.com. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.